Good morning, all you beautiful people out there. This is Jesse Humphrey. This is After the Gig. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm sitting here in my beautiful hotel room overlooking, uh, with the window open, overlooking the beautiful views of 95 or whatever highway runs through uh, Alexandria. I made it down here yesterday, last night. Took the early drive uh, to avoid the big winter storm, and I failed miserably. Did not avoid shit. I should have left way earlier than I did. I got caught up in basically the worst part of it after I uh, got through New York City and <clears throat> was driving through New Jersey. On the, on the Jersey Turnpike, it was just god awful but uh i made it and it kind of made me think hey that's a part of being a musician is some of your really terrible journeys to gigs not just going to talk about the nice hotels that we're in which i just got out of the shower oh my god you should see the disgusting handprint that is on the window. I just opened the windows finally. I'm usually a late morning window opener of the hotel. I like to keep it as dark as possible for as long as possible. I don't have blackout curtains in my apartment. So it gets really bright really early. I wake up early. But when I'm in a hotel room, I like to keep those curtains curtained as long as possible. But now I see this handprint and it's really kind of grossing me out. Anyway, I'm going <clears> to <throat> vert my gaze over there. So, uh, I just got out of the shower. Man, there's something about these courtyard Marriott's. Not courtyard. Where am I? I'm in a Spring Hill Suites. Something about the Spring Hill Suites where they have the, uh, the tea tree shampoo and conditioner. Oh, my God. There is nothing better than a tea tree shampoo. Let me just tell you that. So... Anyway, I thought it'd be fun to talk about some some really dangerous trips that I've been a part of over the years, uh, trying to get to various venues, and also um, just just how stupid it was, just how stupid it was to travel for such long distances in such bad weather for like no money and to play to almost no one. <laughs> this is what we do. Um, but if you have similar stories to that, please share them to after the gig pod at gmail.com. Anyway, so <clears throat> this one was relatively painless. I mean, it was just really fucking snowy and, but my problem is man, New York and Connecticut plates. If I see a New York and Connecticut plate and they're in the left hand lane, I am sure that they are not going to move over. I am sure of it. These people are such assholes on the road. It's unbelievable. They will, it's just, uh, no awareness, not a care in the world. And half the time they're on their phone. They're just looking on their phone in the middle of a winter snowstorm, a snowstorm, a snowstorm. And they're on their phone and it's just like, it, it's crazy. And then the other people are 
acting as if like, oh my God, why is everyone going so slow when there's like almost zero visibility and, you know, tractor trailers everywhere and they go fucking speeding by and three times last night, someone speeded by me, sped by me and maybe a mile down the road, I saw their car spun around in a ditch on the side of the road three times. They were the ones that were like, going to rush. Snow ain't nothing. And then they're the ones in the Jersey barrier. So that's uh, just come on, guys. Come on. Let's all just be a little more aware. You don't travel in the left lane unless you're passing. Stay to the right. That's why people get on your ass. They're not the asshole. You are. Anyway, so that's that. It's my driving lesson for the day. But this one was relatively painless. It got really rainy when I got more towards DC, uh, which wasn't as bad. The roads were clear. But so this reminds me of there's three stories here. So one of them was with my band Love and Stockholm. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, but we were heading up to Burlington. I wasn't driving. We had the trailer. Um, we had a, a Dave Carroll, our, our horn, our saxophone player, had a Honda Pilot, and we had a very small. It's like a. It was like a clown trailer. It was like this tiny, tiny, tiny white trailer that fit all of our stuff, and it was packed to the gills. It was like crazy packed. <clears throat> so we're driving up to, I think we're playing, we're playing in Burlington and I believe we're playing at Nectar's in Burlington. And there was a snowstorm as there is all the time. And, uh, you know, we made the trip up from Boston. So it's usually about, I don't know, four, four and a half hours or something like that from Boston. But once you get on 89, it's pretty like, you know, it's pretty straightforward highway. It's, Everyone's usually pretty good drivers up there. They take it easy. They take care of the roads. But in this case, it was like right at the start of the storm. All It was very heavy snow and very bad visibility. And um, our bass player, Alex, was driving. And this is like the only part of the story that, that where it's scary. I mean, it's always scary when you're in a car with five people and it's snowing and you don't really know... like like anything could happen like a deer could pop out um you know there could be a car coming around you could hit you from behind or or whatever but this case we're driving and the visibility is pretty bad and we're coming down the road we're, we're we're going on a stretch of highway that is kind of like a downward slope a little downward grade on this highway. And then I we kind of see out in the distance that, Oh, there's, there's a car that stopped like on the left side of the road. And we thought it was pretty far over, but it was like in the left lane. And then there was another car that was like about to spin out and that kind of covered a little bit of the right lane. So we had nowhere to go, nowhere to go. And we're coming down, you know, we're going whatever, however fast we're going, let's just say 55 for, for the sake of this. But when you're going 55 and you're in a car packed full of people with a, with a clown trailer filled, filled with shit, um, 
it's hard to stop and you can't slam on the brakes. That's the worst thing you could possibly do. So, um, Alex navigated through that. It, it felt, it felt to me like when you're in the passenger seat, I can't, fuck, was I in the passenger seat or the back left seat? I can't even remember. Remember I blocked so many of these things out. Um, but when you're a passenger in the car, you just, you're just there and, and you get this cold feeling over like you're helpless. You can't do anything. And you just brace, you just brace for impact. And, um, he veered around it. Luckily he didn't have to do too much. Like as far as, um, you know, like jerky movements or anything with the car. So the car didn't skid or anything like that. And we were luckily, to just kind of blast by it. And man, that was like, I thought we were going to take those people out. It was really fucking dangerous and really scary and terrible. And I remember just the car being absolutely silent after it happened. And then I was like, Oh my God, Alex, incredible work. (laughs) It's like, whatever you do tonight, just remember what you did right here. Um, yeah, probably saved us all. Uh, the second time with that band, I was driving and we, we did it. We did these shows out in, um, I want to say Milwaukee and it was, you know, winter time. And here's the thing. Winter is a popular time for bands, like small bands to, to travel and, and to do some touring because it's an opportunity to make some money because other bands aren't really touring around that time. Summer is the biggest time, summer, fall, um, you know, times when it's not like fucking terrible weather and completely miserable (laughs) to, to actually travel around the country. But in this case, we were out there to do, I believe it was to play a wedding. So we were playing a wedding and I, it was like New Year's or something like that. Uh, I could be completely making that up, but in my mind, I think it was New Year's. Um, Evan, you'll have to correct me on this. But we were out there, and then we were either heading home or we had another gig or something in Rochester. Um, or Rochester. And we were debating whether we were going to stop in Cleveland at Evan's mom's house because... There was a snowstorm, but we're like, all right, if it's really bad, we'll stop there. But we have to get up super, super early in the morning to get to Rochester to be able to play the show or do whatever we're doing. I can't remember. And these are the decisions that you make when you're in your 20s and you have a place to go and like waking up super early in the morning isn't really an option. (laughs) which it totally was. Um, But there was just, I don't know. We we just decided, Hey, we're just gonna, we're just gonna pull it out. It's not that late. And we're just gonna drive. We're just gonna drive the whole way. And I was driving. um, So we were just, we were just cruising along. And then, you know, the weather starts to get a little worse and gets even worser. And, then we're in a full-blown blizzard 
and we're in this car. Just picture it's a Honda. It's a Honda Pilot. It's got this this clown trailer on the back of it, and uh, we're driving on 90 East, and it's just absolutely crazy blizzard right now. It looks like it looks like we're going warp speed in like Star Wars or something. That's how the snow is coming by us, and all the lights on the highway there, there was no lights and you know, your, your memory is like skewed or whatever, but how I picture it is just no lights. And I, I just picture all of these 18 wheelers just blowing by us. Like I was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. And that went on for like four hours. I remember just being, you know, trying to be as calm. You want to, you want to make everybody, in the vehicle confident that you are, that you have them and that they're in safe hands. Um, but I, you know, I have a lot of experience driving in the snow being in new England. I like it a lot. Um, like driving in weather. I like to pull the e-brake every now and then, but, um, man, that was the most concentrated I had ever been in my entire life on the road. It was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And for what? Could have woke up at six in the morning and probably got to where we were going in plenty of time. But the payoff, we got to this uh, apartment in Rochester we were staying at and there were these um, with friends of ours and they had Dance Dance Revolution. So you got to weigh the pros with the cons. They had Dance Dance Revolution. It had just come out. It was a big game. It was an important time in in history. And we played until about you know, two in the morning. So that was that. And I don't even remember what the next show was. And that's telling me a lot right now. It's like, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> we should have just pulled over. You know, we had no money. We couldn't stay in a hotel or anything like that. I mean, who knows? But, um, I remember that being a really, really fun night after a really stressful, stressful, long, long drive. Um, the other one, the third one, and these stories are going by faster than I thought they would. So this is probably gonna be a pretty short episode, but, um, the third one is when I played with Dan Mills at the local two six nine. Is it two? Was it two six nine three six nine? I don't fucking know what it was, but it was a bar on Houston Street in Manhattan. And I hadn't been there many times. I hadn't traveled to New York a whole lot, and I had this like tiny Mazda. I'm not sure if we took that car. I can't remember which car we actually took, but. For some reason, my brother, my brother came along with us. So it was my dad, my brother, and me. And Dan had this this weekly gig um, at this place for for a long time. I mean, Dan, if you're listening, remind me uh, how long you had that gig because it was a fun gig. But I think it was like the one of the biggest snowstorms or something in New York in a long time. And I was just like. I have to make this gig. And this is one of those things where you're a young musician and you feel like you have this really great opportunity to play with somebody and 
you don't want to fuck it up. You don't want to be like the guy that says, oh no, I can't make it. And just, and you know, just wusses out on this thing. And then, you know, they'll get somebody else that's local or whatever, uh, for the next time and you won't get the call again. So this is what's going through my head. And, and, you know, I feel like this is a big deal. I have to make this gig. I have to make this gig at this bar at this little tiny place in Manhattan. Um, so I'm just like, all right, we'll do it. We'll go and we'll drive down there for whatever reason. The three of us had to go together because it was safer. Apparently, I don't know, but, um, it's so weird. I don't know why my brother came, but we ended up getting to New York and man, the snow was really bad. It was really, really bad. And, and, um, you know, we're, we're driving in and I'm realizing like, I feel like this doesn't look familiar. Like this doesn't look like the last time I was here. And I'm realizing that there, there must, there was like another house and street in, in like Staten Island or like in, in Queens or I don't know where we ended up, but we did not end up at the place. Um, so I'm late and we're trying to figure out, you know, who, who can get navigation on their phone because it's before we all had smartphones. I think my brother had, had like a Blackberry or something. So he brings up new, um, he brings up new directions or we stop at a, at a gas station. We got directions into Manhattan. These people are probably like, what? You don't know how to get to Manhattan. There's fucking signs everywhere, but you know, it's snowing and it's dark. We didn't really know how, like where we're going. We, we didn't go to New York a whole lot. So I'm, you know, we're driving. We finally, you know, we finally pull up to the place. There is, there's a foot of snow on the street. I'm in this tiny car and we drove all the way from Rhode Island, you know, three, four, it probably took us four, four and a half hours to get to the actual place. And I walk in the door, there's like the band, three people, the bartender and a dog in this venue. And I look, I look at my brother, my brother and dad and, and, and I could tell the look on their face, like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Why did we risk our lives to fucking be here? But I mean, we got a, a, you know, rousing round of applause, went up, played a few songs, drove home. It was just, uh, that shit is just so fucking crazy. And it's even crazy when you, when you're driving just to, just to play any gig, you know, being in Rhode Island, like I'd never, I never moved to New York. I just didn't want to do it. I just, you know, it didn't, fe- it never felt right. And I don't like, reg- I don't regret it. Most people I feel like they're like, oh man, I wish I did that. I wish I'd, you know, whatever. But man, I just, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I, I, it never felt right to live in New York to me. I I don't, I don't feel like I would have liked the person that I became. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong about that, but we'll never know. 
Um, but that gig, like even any gig that you go and you play, and this reminded me of that because I've been driving to to Richmond these last these last few times, like since COVID, and and just the lengths at which you'll go and travel and the time that you'll spend in the car and, and you know, the risks that you take to be in these crazy snowstorms or like being really bad rain. I mean, every time I feel like I drive down here, it's either snow or torrential downpours and it's really bad. So I've just been thinking about that a bunch, uh, over the last 24 hours. And, um, yeah, it's rough, but sometimes you have to go do these things to because you think that because you think they're worth it and because they are worth it because you love doing it. You know, and really not for any other reason. Not because you think that this is going to be the thing that who knows is your big break or whatever. I've only heard of one one story like that where you, you know, the, you, the, you never know who's in the room kind of thing and where it's kind of come to fruition. And it was Dan when he, uh, when he got his Broadway gig, we were playing at Rockwood stage one casting agent was there really liked, you know, his look and the show and what he could do. He had an audition the next week. He had a call back the week after that. And he was hired, I think probably the next day or something. It was like, crazy like a really crazy fucking turn events <laughs> you know? um but i think that the the reason why we do those gigs and the reason why we travel so far and like kind of put up with so much bullshit is because we love it so much and then when you turn that and apply it to this time that we're in right now uh, with everything being shut down and, and really just nobody looking after the the musicians. Uh, and that's, that's, that means what I mean by that is like, you know, venues just really having to fend for themselves and musicians just kind of losing hope and, you know, turning to other avenues. And, and to me, that's sad. And usually, you know, I have, I have a buddy that, uh, became a real estate agent or a mortgage broker and he's into it. He's really into it. But before that he was playing guitar, traveling the world, um, playing big stages in front of a lot of people. And, you know, maybe it was just time for that to, to be done. But I went to Berkeley with this dude and he was just, uh, he's just such a great player, great dude. And, um, and now he's not doing it. And that kind of makes me sad, but that's, I think that might be, that's probably just my projection about how I would feel if I was in that situation, but we all kind of find a way. So I don't know, maybe I'm just full of shit, but that's, um, I don't know. That's just kind of what's going on. And I know a lot of people aren't going to make the trip to, and honestly, this is like, this is probably a completely terrible comparison. But what I'm telling you right now is that whether it's COVID or whether it's a snowstorm 
or whether it's crazy rain or a a hurricane or whatever the fuck it is, we're going to show up. We want to do this and we love playing these shows no matter what we want to be safe. And it's because we're thinking about you guys. Um, we don't care about us, <laughs> honestly. Uh, we just want to go out. We just want to play. We just want to do the thing that we love. So I'm hoping, I'm watching uh, the news and seeing all the stuff about the vaccines. And I'm hoping that um, everything turns out great with, with those vaccines and um, people take it and we get healthy and, uh, and we, we turn the focus after the vaccine, after we bail ourselves out of this thing, turn the focus on getting healthy on protecting our immune systems, eating better. I know I have to, I was called out on, uh, on an Instagram post, um, by some fucking piece of shit, but, (laughs) um, but that person wasn't wrong anyway. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully all this stuff returns to normal, but I just want to say, uh, last weekend we played, we played the Rams head on stage and we're actually the last shows because they got shut down, uh, for the COVID spikes. So we were the last show. So, I mean, I feel super lucky to be able to play those six shows, be there for, for four days and, and, uh, and, just hang at the Rams head. Cause that's one of our favorite places to go. And I actually got to play with sticks. I played probably pretty loud. You can tell me like, like all we could hear was drums, but it was, uh, it was so fun. Every, every chance we get to play together is just so much fun. And, uh, tonight at the Birchmere, uh, will be no different. So if we see you guys tonight or tomorrow, uh, please, please uh, be amped up. It's exciting to play um, every single time now because you realize that, you know, you can't really take it for granted because it can just be taken away. So, um, yeah. But we're playing those shows tonight. Played those shows last weekend. We have a holiday live stream, holiday office party live stream on Sunday. So if you haven't gotten tickets to that, I believe it's carbelief.bubbleup.live. Could be completely wrong. I will add um, a link in the description of this episode, but please buy tickets to the live stream. Please go to my website, jessehumphrey.com and check out the merch tab. Go get some over the hump merch, some after the gig merch. Um, I'll be doing a holiday live stream on Wednesday. What is the date? The 23rd, I believe. Yeah. 23rd day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, Eve over the hump live stream on Facebook. So if you don't know what that is, um, I've been doing these live streams every week, uh, on Wednesdays and it's been incredibly fun and incredibly rewarding. And it's like an opportunity to feel like you're playing in front of people. Um, and everyone who's been doing it has been incredibly supportive. And for the next week or for this live stream, I'm having people send in, um, voice memos or voice recordings of them saying, what about that midnight phone call for when I play, what about everything? So everyone can be in the song. We have actual, you guys, your voices are going to be in the song. So 
I'm really, really excited to see how that all works. Hopefully it's not a, a massive disaster, <laughs> but, um, we had it put together the other day and it sounds awesome and it's super fun. So if you haven't, if you haven't, uh, done that recording, or if you don't know about over the hump, do that, go check it out. Some, if you're not friends with me on Facebook, just add me as a friend, check it out. And, uh, it's a really, really fun community that has been kind of building. Um, and it's, it's been a joy to do it every single week. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Just got a notification from, uh, Amazon. All deliveries have been canceled for today. Hmm. Must be pretty bad up there. Um, what else? What else do I have to talk about? Well, when you say, um, and what else you usually don't have anything to talk about. So I will, um, I will talk to you guys soon. I know that, uh, these have been a little few and far between, but we're working on it, working on getting some guests and, um, it'll be back to normal soon. So love you all. Please stay safe out there. Uh, if you're in the Northeast, please drive safe or don't go out. Don't drive at all. Please just stay home. It's not worth it. Um, unless you're playing a show at the Birchmere. So I will see you guys soon. Check out Over the Hump and also the Carbon Leaf live streams and the merch. And I will see you later. Bye. Bring your love.